So we catch back up with Potentia and Raffi, standing alone in an alleyway in Ferramustus. Raffi checks that no one is uh, looking down either other way, and then he pushes one of the bricks in the wall and slides it to reveal a door handle. And he turns it, peeks inside, and then the safe room's clear if you want to step, if you want to have somewhere more private to talk. She just nods and sort of moves towards the door, assuming he's likely to go either in yeah. first or let He'll, him through. He'll uh, go in first. Um, the room is a very sparsely decorated like table, couple chairs. Uh, you can see there's a very simple like cot bed over in the corner. Um, there are no obvious windows um, and no other obvious doors in the room um, it's it, it looks like a totally sealed there's a there's a couple candles uh, which once you're in Raffi will will light uh, and close the seal the door behind you you aren't locked in you know that like he doesn't lock it but he closes yeah. it um, it's shut so that someone can't see that it's there from yeah the exactly um, Raffi has mentioned to you quite a while ago that there are a number of like safe house hidden rooms all over the city that the thieves guild operates yeah. and uh, you would know that there are at least two exits from this room um, there's always at least two exits from the safe house rooms yeah um, so knowing that as she went in she'd probably have a look around to see if she could spot the other exit just so that she knew where it was rather than because she needed mm-hmm. to uh, give me a perception know where it was 11 plus 4 15 like looking around and what Rafi has told you they're usually kind of hidden the mm. uh, table in the room is, re- is sitting on a, a rug and there's a particular mm-hmm. like bump um, on like under, yeah. like under the rug that you like that's possibly like a hand grip or like a, a something. Yeah, she's she's more gone like okay, that's probably where it is, just in case I need to know mm-hmm. for later. Not because she's like I'm gonna leave now. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so Raffi walks over to the very small chest at the end of the bed and pops it open. Uh, doesn't look like there's much in here if you wanted to eat anything. Uh, looks like there's some, some ration bars and... Ooh, a bit of cheese. Do you want some cheese, potential? I'm okay, but thank you. Uh, he'll put them back into the, the chest. Like, you can see what he's doing is just kind of this, like... He goes and he, he's, he's, like, he's- on autopilot going into one of these rooms, like... What what has he's doing the pleasantry? Also, like, thing. what has somebody yeah. left in here previously that yeah. I might want now? As he as he goes to close it, I'm like, she's she sort of flicks her eyes up and goes, "You could take one of those ration bars with you. You never know when you're going to need one." I could, but as I think about it more, taking a ration bar from here. If somebody knows how many ration bars are in here, they would know that somebody was in here. And maybe it's better they don't know that someone was in here. You can see, like, the the cogs. The processing, yeah. yeah. Right, well, you'd know better about these places than I would. Yeah. Um, Sorry that our lessons got cut short uh, he moves to sit down at, at the table she doesn't move she's sort of not comfortable in this place mm-hmm. so has yet to work out sort of where she wants to mm-hmm. be she's not shifting on her feet but that thing of sort of 
that slight feeling of unease. Mm-hmm. I I wanted the opportunity to speak with you before I left. I got the impression that speaking in front of other people wasn't something you wanted to do. I mean, I would have thought that you would have realised by now that you and I are similar in that way. We don't exactly make our business public knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Potentia, I'm... I'm so sorry that... this... That all of this happened and that you you got hurt because of it. Not I I physically, but like that my faked death caused you such distress. I I have a habit of acting before thinking sometimes. And it hasn't exactly led me down the best paths in life. And it also has not made me the best thief. And sometimes it's maybe not the best person. But I'm trying to be more thoughtful. And I think if I had been more thoughtful at the time, when I asked Harold not to tell anybody that I was alive, I would have made an exception for a few people. And chiefly among those would be you. Because we were becoming friends, were friends. I don't, so I'm sorry. I don't know if you realize this, Rafi, but it's not exactly easy for me to make friends. So I would say yes, we were, but that obviously depends on your definition of friends. And I can't define that for you. But the thing I find the hardest now is that you asked someone who was my friend to lie to me, and they did. I don't know why they chose you over me, and I kind of don't care. It was bad enough to think you were dead and to have them not react in any way to support me at all. But to know that they lied because of you. That's harder again. So I understand acting on impulse. You are not the only person who does that. but not telling me you were alive. Not thinking that that might be something that I might need to know. For weeks. That's hard. I made a selfish decision. And I paid for it. Yeah. What's done is done. It cannot be changed now. But if there was anything I could do to try and make up for it, 
All you have to do is, is just say the word. You and and Harold and, and Meredith have helped me with these debts that I had to give me a fresh start. And uh, Harold seems to think that I saved all your life somehow fighting that monster. But I don't feel like that. I feel like I'm in debt to, to all of you. I've had a lot of time to think about myself down in that library and the situation and the people I care about. And when I faked my death, I thought that would be it. But then I had more time to think and I realized no, because my, my, the people I care about were going to be impacted because I was worried that certain people I owed money to might come for them if they suspected I was alive and then time passed and they were okay which is good it could have it could have gone so badly and He like puts his his like his head in his hands. It could have gone so badly. It was such a dumb thing to do. I just thought it wasn't out. You know, like a way to. He like looks back up at you, just a way to get out of my troubles, just to leave who I was behind. As someone who has lived a long time, you can't run away from things that you leave behind. They find you in the end. People find you in the end. The consequences find you in the end. I'm glad we have managed to help you with most of your big problems, it seems. And I don't know what your plan is, where you're planning to go, what you're planning to do. But I hope you learn from that. I hope you don't put other people in the same position. He takes like a long, deep breath. I'm I'm never going to put somebody in that position you again. You can't say never. Never isn't true. Because you can do it by accident. But so long as you try never to do it, you try not to do it. He nods. Yeah. Do you know where you're planning to go? I do. Do you want me to tell you? No. But I might have something I want you to do for me. And anything. Just name it. I need to send a letter, but I don't want to send it from here. Because I don't want people to know where I am. Okay. Are you leaving today? Yes. Can you give me some time? I just need to write it. It's written in my head. Yeah. It's not written on paper. You can't send my head. That's going to have consequences all its own. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can hang around for a bit. I can write it here. I don't need to go anywhere. I just need time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if we have any... She's going to, like, pinks. look at him. She carries a bat, like a satchel, always. Yeah. He, like, he look, looks, looks around and looks at you and, and is like, oh, right, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yes. Plus your... Uh, Conjuration. Yeah, I have so. paper and like, <laughs> like all like you there can is, just make all yeah. that. Well, no, I can't just conjure no, that, the paper that, 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 that would that, go out of nowhere. But I could conjure the the implement, the pen. Yeah, 
but I can't conjure the ink. Yes. I have to have the ink and have the Because the ink would disappear yes. as well, yeah. Which makes mm. it incredibly useful for, like, secret messages. But we haven't come to that part of this podcast yet, and Harold hasn't mm. realised that that's it's a like, pa- like passing notes oh, between, yeah. like, in class. Why do you think she beca- No. Uh, no no mm. law spoilers. Um, no. Mm. Uh, she's just So she's going to turn back, sort of, like, as he has done that, like, oh, yeah, face. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you can, wherever you're going, if you can organise a raven from there to send this, that would be useful. Yeah, I can do that. You're not the only one who doesn't want people to know where they are, Raffi. It's why we get along, got along in the first place. Certain types of people make good secret keepers. Mm. Not everyone and she sort of smiles to herself, is as charismatic as Meredith. Yeah. I can't... I only met her a couple times now, but, um... Like... What's her deal? She's so happy all the time. That can't be, like, totally real. No one's always happy. You don't have to be happy to seem happy. Mm. I mean, you've met Gore. (laughs) She sort of smiles to herself at someone who is arguably always happy and probably is fairly happy until they lose at Mugby. Mm. Mm. Yeah, big uh, barbarian guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to know where you're going. Mm. But if on your travels, given your penchant for libraries, you happen to find any books that might be useful to my research, you know where to find me. You're one of the few people in the world who does. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can do that. I'll let you know if I find anything. Um, and he starts to go like digging through his pack, like trying to organize it. Just kind of like like he he moves over to the bed to like give you some space. Mm. She's gonna sit down because she's still standing through all of this. She's going to sit down and sort of set herself up like she would almost in her office. Pen, paper, inkwell. Like, there's a setup Mm -hmm. before she sits and writes anything. Um, And she's going to very carefully from the middle of the notebook that she carries around, not her spell book, the notebook that she carries around, she's going to pull a couple of of pieces of paper out from the middle so that, of course, it doesn't look like any pages are missing because who rips pages out of books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only people with the chaotic uh, alignment, and she is not one of those. Um, mm. And she's going to sit down and she's going to write a note to her brother. Uh, would you like me to reread that letter to you? Sure. And I guess for yeah, the audience that might be as good well, because I think, it has been I think we need to, some time. We need to recap that because people may have forgotten that that letter... Exists. Mm. I have notes about it, which I've, just, I've got in front of me, but they're not obviously the letter. They are my shorthand mm. notes for the letter. Uh, all right. Well, I will attempt uh, the, vo- avo- the voice. <clears throat> Dear Potentia, I hope that this letter finds you well and that you are settling back into academic life after your travels. The family estate has been rather quiet in your absence. Mother talks of you often, musing on what you must be seeing. You should really write to her more. Father is, as he always is. But I have noticed his ears perk whenever we receive news of you. He was displeased that you have chosen to remain away. I was happy to hear that you have settled into an academic position. I hope an opportunity will allow us to once again debate topics on arcane theory. 
you may be pleased to hear that I was awarded a position at the academy and have since been promoted to a senior instructor position. Solana Octavia, the daughter of one of Mother's servants, you may remember her as that little human girl with bright red hair that used to follow you around and copy you. She has turned out to be quite a promising wizard and one of my best students. When you write back, I would like to hear more about Ferramustus and your impression of the university. And I'm sure any details you include about your travels will be appreciated by Mother. I have been meaning to send the enclosed ring to you for some time, but finding a location to send it to while you travelled was difficult. I was fortunate enough to obtain it, and I had hoped it would aid you on your travels, but I trust you will still find it useful. Best regards, Faradia Ha Doctrina. Okay, I will now orate the letter that I write back, so that way we can put it in, because... I'm going to... So, first letter of his name is F, just to clarify. Yes, Faradir. Yeah, no, no, because Fs and THs over audio is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, just starts with just F. There is no, like... That's the, mm-hmm. the informal single letter style of writing. Thank you for your letter. I am pleased to hear you have found yourself a position that you are comfortable with and glad to hear that you are finding some capable students. Academic life, as you know, suits me well. I don't know that my adventures would be ones that mother or father would be particularly happy to hear about, so I shall not include them here. You can tell them that I am safe and that I have done nothing to besmirch the family name, something I know father will worry about greatly. Thank you for the ring. It has already proved useful. I am sending this via someone else as my current circumstances do not allow mail to be sent the most easily. I hope you're well. And then just signed P. Okay. And then you like fold, fold, fold it, it up. like so that it basically makes itself into an envelope. Mm-hmm. Um and then seal it. Because, again, she has wax and all kinds of other crap in her bag. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, seal it and then sort of packs everything back up. Pots it all in her bag and sort of turns to see what Raffi is up to. Uh, Raffi has pulled out some very scrappy bit bit of parchment and... Uh, somehow an even scrappier bit of like lead pencil Um, and it looks like he's just finished like folding up that bit of paper so are you packed leaving Um, yeah I'm as, as ready as I can be at the moment I suppose uh, leaving during the day, just going to be a regular traveling person, not just going to walk casual. She smiles like she doesn't believe he knows how to do that. Um, that's the letter? Yes. That you want me to... Uh, the who, address who is, it going? is on the front. She'll like have penned, oh, okay. um, not a name so much, but like the where. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, sure. And it'll say like third window from the, like it's, it's very much like fly to this window type, type of dress mm-hmm. writing, not fly to this person's office. Mm-hmm. Ooh. 
all the way to the Imperium. Is that a problem? <laughs> uh, you feel like you see him like his hand slides to his his like his um curse like his um coin pouch, gives it like a, a a jostle. That should be okay. It doesn't have to be immediate if it's too much of an imp- imposition. No, no, no. Yeah, it's again, it's the least I could do. Is there anyone else you want me to tell that you're going? There's... Uh, he... He's like... You can see his... One of his knees is like trembling. Can I... And he, he, he like stops and he just looks at you for a moment. She's looking back with that face of, like, I'm listening and waiting for you to finish what your thought is. And then he, like, nods to himself, almost as if he's, like, completed some some internal thought. And he puts his hand out with this piece of paper to give to you. She's going to take it and look at it. It's an address. Mm-hmm. In Feromostus. No one at university, none of my associates, no no one I've I've spoken to in the past I don't know four years I don't think knows that address. I hope, I hope no one knows that address. That's where my sisters live, potential. And if if you ever wanted to swing past and just check they're okay, that would be... You don't have to do anything. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to do anything. I Just knowing that someone is keeping an eye on them. Would, would mean more to me than it, it means a lot it would mean a lot and you see her sort of calculate this thought through her head and what if they're not alright What do you want me to do? He looks... The thought of them not being alright, the what to do at that mm-hmm. point, it looks like he's... Like, that That thought had not occurred to him. He would he just... Like, it was the... Just want to make sure they're okay. Just want to make sure they're okay. But if they're not okay, what does that mean? The reason I ask is that I've, I've said you don't have to tell me where you're going, which means that I can't get in touch with you if anything is wrong. But also, I don't have to get in touch with you. I just need to know what you want me to do. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking carefully about what I say to you, Potentia, because as, as we are both very aware... I have asked people to do something for me in the past and they have stuck to that thing to the detriment of others and I don't want to say something again that would cause that kind of trouble. Let it be said that I don't necessarily have to do what you're asking. I just want to know what you would want me to do. I am perfectly capable, and she says this with a big smirk, of making my own decisions when it comes to what is sensible as opposed to what is needed. What I'm asking is what you would want me to do. I'd want you to help them. If you if you could, if it's within your ability to do so. 
if they're in trouble, potentially these, my sisters are the only family I have left. And beyond the, the handfuls of friends I have, they are the two people that mean the most to me in the world. Do they know you're alive? They don't. There are three people who know who I was and that I am alive. And I think you know who they are. And I have not made the best decisions, Potentia. faked my own death. Of course I haven't made the best decisions. She just hasn't commented since he started saying, like, I haven't made the best decisions. She's just like, in her head, no, 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 you have not made the best decisions. This is clear and obvious to me. I have made poor decision after poor decision after poor decision. But I think in Narita's eyes, the decision to teach you thieves can't. Under duress, I might add, is not a bad decision. You know what they say, Rafi. Knowledge is power. And sometimes passing that knowledge on to others is powerful. I'm not going to tell them you're alive. That isn't fair. And I know how it feels. Again, I... You can't change the past, Ruffy. Just don't make those decisions again. I do not intend to make those decisions ever again. Or at least if I make those decisions, I will choose better. That's what I mean. I just don't want to be in a position to have to fake my own death for a second time. It doesn't seem like a good way to live a life. I guess not. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, she's going to look down at her in-world version of a watch because <laughs> that's a little too modern for our setting but mm. her, can, uh, can she inherently mm. sense like what time of day it is that's the point that, that's the like well you would have known what time of, it yeah it was morning it would have to be early mornings like mid to mid, early morning yeah, mid, still, but I like think. it's heading on towards lunch right yeah yeah um she's gonna look at across at him and just go you if you are planning to leave, now is a good time. There will be merchants and traders coming in and out because it is approaching the middle of the day. The streets will be busy. Tactically, this is your best chance yes. to leave. Yeah. No, you're right. Um... I have one last question. Sure. Did anyone else at the Thieves Guild know you were teaching me Thieves Camp? Or are people going to be incredibly <laughs> mad no, no, about No, I would fact... never tell anybody that I was teaching. Are you kidding me, Potentia? You don't teach non-thief people Thieves Camp. I'm aware. Do you know what kind of trouble I would have been in if someone found out? Well, that's part of why I asked. No, I didn't tell anybody. Yikes, no, I didn't <laughs> tell anybody. Noted. 
um, he'll he'll pick up his bag and like put it over his shoulder uh, and go to to move towards the the door, the one that you came through. You go first. It would be suspicious if more than one person were to leave at the same time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, he'll like slide uh, a panel so that he can peer outside through a crack in the bricks. Looks clear. Um, as he puts his hand on the, the doorknob, he stops. Thank you for being a good friend, Potential. I've, I've known a lot of people who I've considered friends. Some of them probably shouldn't have been my friend. Not great people. But... You're a good person. And I'm glad that we... <laughs> I'm glad that you threatened me that day down in the sewer. <laughs> Is I guess what I'm saying. Threat's only a threat if you're going to go through with it. Now leave. Okay. Goodbye, Potential. And he'll leave the room. She's gonna sit and wait for like a couple of minutes before she leaves. Because if there's one thing she knows from a tactics perspective, it's that you don't want every like random people popping out of nowhere at the same time to look remotely mm -hmm. suspicious. And she's gonna like look around and just make sure that everything is as it was when they came in. So things haven't been moved. The bed has been straight. Extinguish the candle. Like everything yeah. is as if. This conversation had never happened and this safe house had never been used. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she's going to look, before she leaves, she's going to look at the address on the piece of paper that she's been given. Yep. It's uh, an address out in the narrows. Um... When she leaves, she's going to head there. Not because she's going to go and, like, talk to them, but just so that she knows where it is locationally. Mm-hmm. Um, takes you a little bit to, to walk across town. It's busy. It's the middle of the day. Everyone's coming and going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so you, you walk across town, get to the, the green narrows where there are more elves in the green narrows and so you don't stand out particularly uh the way you are dressed the the any kind of finery that you have on you might make you stand out a little bit but there are certain individuals that live in the narrows that dress a certain way so people see you and then like avert their eyes She's probably also, because she knew they were going down into the sewers and stuff earlier, she's probably not dressed in her high, finest gear. Mm. Um, because going down into the sewers in your high finery yeah, is yeah. dumb. But there's definitely, like, like... No, no, like uh, the little detail stuff, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Like the ring on your finger, the... Yeah, just, like, little bits and pieces. Like, hmm, that's an elf with some money. I'm not going to look mm -hmm. at them. Don't know who they are. Just not going to risk it. Some people will still, like, meet your gaze, but, like, no one's really giving you any yep. trouble as you travel. Um, are you heading directly there, or are you taking kind of a I think a circuitous route. route. I think um, she'd probably... I can't remember if in the Narrows there is, like, anything of note, but, like, if there was a bookstore or something that she could be like nominally like not obviously not the ones from the merchant district but like you know like mm -hmm. you have small random shops like she'd intentionally gone browsing through something there and then moved on like it's a little yeah, less so you yeah i'm going to this location there's uh 
yeah, you can stop at a bookshop. It's like um, it's like a third-hand yeah, bookstore. Yeah, it's like an Elizabeth. Like, like I have this image. It, it, there's a there's a bookstore book chain like called it's, Elizabeth it's that has sec- like, like second it, of second of second, and the, you, you yeah. don't know how old the books are. Yeah. Yeah, like they're not in the they're not in the best condition, yeah. but there's still some decent books here. Um, yeah, you have a look. Probably nothing that you're really particularly interested in. Uh, a few like very old editions of books mm. that haven't been kept in the best condition. Yeah. Um, but like you pick up a particularly old book, you flick through it, and you realize this is a first edition. It's in not in good no, condition, it though. It is in terror, but it's the first edition. And as you pick it up, the the person behind the yeah. counter like looks at you to see if you know like the the mm. value of what that could have uh, could have been if it was in better condition. Mm. Um, and like as you meet mm. this person's gaze, there's a like almost a look of like gives you like a nod, like. The way book people do. The way people who know. Yeah. Yeah. That knowing mm-hmm. look. Give me a, an insight, actually, as well. 16 plus 1. Uh, yeah, so you know like it, almost exactly how much this book would have been mm. worth if it was in good condition, um, which is quite mm. a bit, uh, actually. And this this store owner like gestures for you to come over. Mm-hmm. I saw you were checking out that first edition. If you were looking for something of a similar vintage, but in finer condition, I might be able to have such a volume find its way to you for quite a reasonable price, I would say. Uh, can I suss him out? Is he legit? Uh, give me an insight. 18 plus 1. I'm, by the way, rolling different dice every single time because I'm just picking up the next D20 in the line. Mm-hmm. So He is legit in that he could get you that yeah. book. The providence of where that book uh, had come uh-huh. from is perhaps uh-huh. less less legit. Yeah. Um, good, good to know. Uh, perhaps not today. I deal in many antique books and many fine requests I am able to take if you would like to peruse some of my wares in the future or like a uh, special request I know where many of the finest books in the city reside Mm. Uh, and as you look him over you see um, like I'm going to use your passive perception because mm-hmm. you're quite close to him. Tucking out from one of the, the drawers behind the, the mm-hmm. counter, you can see, like, you. any other person probably wouldn't recognize what this is, but you know that it is the corner of a library, like, book sleeve. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, like, that looks like... It's a Faramastus University Library book you've got there kind of deal. Like, that's... I recognize that seal. You've, somebody has stolen that book from a library. Mm-hmm. From the library and on campus or our library? Those two things are technically different. Well, that, that one would be Fairmont University, mm-hmm. like stolen it from the library. Yes. And he is doing like something to it to make it not... Not look like a library book. Yes. Okay. Um, I will make note of that. Um... Certainly, I'm not in need of that today. How much in its current state would this, and she's holding the, like, beaten up first edition, set me back today, just out of curiosity? Uh, just, uh, we'll say just a single silver piece, which you would know is pretty reasonable, actually. Yeah. Um, like, and, like, for a book... That's pretty beat up. Yeah, that's a pretty decent price for mm. it. Um, you wouldn't expect, m- like, more. Yeah, I wouldn't expect right, to get away also... with paying less for it, is the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's going to pull a single and... silver piece out of her pocket and pay for it. I have now paid for it, just for clarity in D&D Beyond. 
Um, yep. Uh, he he takes the the coin, yeah. bites it, and tries to bend it. She's gonna look at him in that like, sorry, did you think I was trying to cheat you? Kind of like. Oh, nothing against you, dear. There's I've just uh, the old habit from some dodgy currency. Hmm. Do you have um, paper or something I can wrap it in such that it doesn't get damaged further? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, he'll, like, go rifling through a drawer and pull out, like, some butcher's paper. Yeah. Like, just, like, wax on one side kind yeah. of paper. Um, she, he'll, he'll, he'll no, wrap no, it up no, for no, you. No, no, no. No, he's not. No? She's going to very quickly um, flick a mage hand off to wrap it up for her so that it's wrapped up the way that she would wrap a book rather than letting him okay, half-ass. So you... Like, she, she needs the paper from him, but she's mm-hmm. going to make it so that it's, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. And also, like, demonstrating, oh, I've got yes. magic. Don't worry. In that, like, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Uh. Sorry, I just, uh, I have a particular way of doing things. Nothing against you, I hope you understand. Of, of course not, no. It's, it is, uh, you are more than welcome to, to wrap it yourself. Uh, and he is now, like, reevaluating the, the... The offer? The person, that he's now reevaluating, like, reevaluating how much he's charged for this book. And also, like, you as an individual. Mm. Like, has he misjudged who you, who he thinks you are? Like, mm. He's like doing that thing where he's like looking you up and down, just like when when he thinks you aren't looking at him, he is like looking you up and yeah. down to try and like who is this person? What are they doing? She's gonna now like assuming that the mage hand has like successfully wrapped that book mm-hmm. for her, she's gonna dismiss yep. the mage hand, pick up the book, and just sort of turn back to him, knowing full well he's been doing the like who the heck is this? eyeballs thing mm-hmm. thank you I uh and she sort of looks does that like swing your eyes around the room you're in I may be back and then sort of heads towards the door assuming I'm guessing though that he will say something after her but that's like she's heading yeah, towards the door yeah yeah as you go to leave he'll call out uh, I offer discounts for repeat customers she's gonna turn back on that and say Noted. Also, recommendation. Don't leave things poking out of drawers. And she's just going to walk out. Uh, and he will be very flustered as he tries to work out what you're talking about. And then... Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to see the end of that because I'm going to leave. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you continue on your uh, roundabout route to get to the mm-hmm. address. Uh, it's a... On the edge of the Green Narrows, um, it like it backs on to like uh, what would have been farmland mm-hmm. at some point, um, but now it's just like grass. No one's been tending this this patch of area for a, for a while. Uh, it's a simple single story house, paint slightly peeling, the roof missing a few tiles. Um. But there are, like, flowers in the window and a comfortable chair next to the the front door on the porch. And you see uh, two young women um, going about, like, doing chores. Like, one of them is hanging up doing some laundry. The other one seems to be, like, have a glance and you see someone in the kitchen Mm -hmm. doing something. And they seem, I mean, from a from a from a walk from a past, distance from a yeah. glance, they seem okay. Okay. She's just going to sort of like like it's been a circuitous like she's gone for a walk and walked past this house and kept going. She's not stopping to like stare at the house. You know what I mean? She's not stopping to stare. Yeah, yeah. She's just like curse like done that sort of cursory first check in um, and has made a note to sort of come to herself to come back another day and do some 
not regular check-ins, like, but just if there's if she hears of anything that's happening in this area or anything like that, that she'll check in. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yes, we will have a discussion about that after this recording because I have a I have a thing I want to do, but not now. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, uh, and so you. Now, you did agree to meet up with mm-hmm. Harold and Meredith uh, after you went and did some... Errands? Like, life admin yeah, errands. Yeah, it's almost like that's why I needed to go buy a book. Um, <laughs> Kate was like, ah. I need a thing <laughs> to, to have a thing. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, that part right. I remembered. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, so then you head back to the yes. public library? Yeah. I love that they just let, they let, like, I, I think I basically said I need to go do laundry and neither of them picked up on the fact that I have prestidigitation as a spell, which means I don't have to do laundry. I just magic my clothes clean. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe there's something that you couldn't get out with magic. Like some, hmm, you spilled an anti-magic potion on a piece of clothing. A, like, I can't use magic to... <laughs> I'm a conjurer. I ain't touching anti-magic crap. That's going to ruin my ability to do my fun stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what I will also do on my way back is just make sure, because I think I have, if, if memory serves, everything I need to re-conjure my familiar in the future. I don't think... I think we left it that I've got everything because you need everything that you I would have. need, plus I've got the other things I need. So, yeah. Yep. So. Okay. Yep. All right, you head back mm-hmm. to the underlibrary. 